0: Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversation about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a happier and healthier you. Now here's your host, Randy Boyd.
1: Greetings, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Healing Courageously. On this uh, episode, we're going to be talking about the death of the old self, the death of the old self. And I got a chapter in my book, Healing the Wounded Child Within. It's actually the last chapter in the book, chapter 13. It's uh, finding your authentic self, finding your authentic self. And we all have a, a false self that we... I think that for many, much of our life we've, we've lived by. How do we develop that false self? Well, in, in my view, there's a true self and there's a false self. And the true self um, is that of which God has, has created us to be. The false self is um, that of which the world has has uh, told us we should be or should act. Uh, Don Miguel Ruiz in his book, the Four Agreements has a great—I uh, th- I think it's called the Domestication of Self. It's a great chapter on this. So essentially, what what the, what the false self is is everything that society says we should be. The labels that are put on us: um, you're an alcoholic, you're you're depressed, you're angry, you're you're controlling, you're uh, you're selfish, you're entitled all these different labels that are put on us over the course of time. We've all had certain traumas that have happened in our life and those traumas create these personas about us. Um, and they're, they're, they're actually what they are, is they're, they're self survival skills. And they work really, really well for a long time until they quit working. And then also those survival skills that, like I said, they work for a very long time until they, until they just quit working but as we join, get on this road of recovery and we start discovering who we really are, we can take a lot of those skills that have got us to where we're at today and we just, we just fine-tune them. You know, Maybe we're using them in the, in the wrong way because we haven't been told how to use them in the correct way. You know, we, we, So many of us have uh, grown up in toxic uh, homes, and, and in those toxic homes we really haven't had a good role model Uh, about life. We haven't had a good role model as a father. We haven't had a good role model of what a mother is. We haven't uh, had a father portray to us what it's like to be a contributing member of society. We haven't been told that it's okay if we trip, and and we don't exactly meet the standards of of our parents and other people. You know, we can't please everybody in the world. The only people that we need to please is we need to be happy with who we are ourselves and we the only place we can find the happiness is within ourselves now that being said it's it's a long journey and for i know there's a lot of us out there that can't grasp the idea of being happy with ourselves because of our childhoods and i was one of those for a period of 38 years so i'm not talking from a place of academics on this although academics play a lot on what I know, I'm literally talking from a place of experience in all my conversations that I have on all my podcasts. Um, it, it's just experience that I go off of. I, I feel that we need to meet each other on a human level. and that There's a saying in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and it's also in the Bible in a different version, but you cannot transmit something you do not have. So I'm speaking from a, from a place of experience if I hadn't experienced any of the stuff that I talk about in my podcasts or in my blogs, I would have no business trying to help anybody with it because I would do more harm than good. And believe me, I have seen people try to help those that are harmed. Well-intentioned people, mind you, and, and, and that's great, but man, they do so much damage. I've heard so much of it from different, different people that I've worked with. So, Anyways, you know we, what we want to do is we want to talk about that old self, and there's a chapter in my, or a, a devotion in my my 30 day devotion of the wholeness that I'm going to read from, and we'll just go over briefly what it is. So, and like I say again, I would really encourage you to get my book, Healing the Wounded Child Within. It's on Audible if you have a hard time reading, paperback and Kindle. And chapter 13, the very last chapter in my book, talks about finding your authentic self. Um, finding your, your real happiness within yourself. Dr. Alan Berger says one thing, um, and he's got an excerpt in that last in that last chapter, and, and this, this saying that I heard from him years ago isn't in there, but men, and I, I'm talking to the men right now, but, but kids in general are always trying to obtain the unobtainable approval of their father, even when their father's in the grave. I want, you, I want you to let that sink in. Um, it's, it's a very true statement. Everybody that I brought that up to, they go, yeah, you're right, absolutely. It's, they're always trying to obtain the unobtainable approval of their father. And why is it so unobtainable? Because your father couldn't obtain the approval from his father. So it's just a it, it's a learned behavior handed down through the generations. Remember that everything we do is a learned behavior. Okay? Everything we do is a learned behavior. So the death of the old self, Romans 5.8, says this. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So it doesn't matter what we've done in the past. I, I want you to understand that right away. But I many you don't understand what I've done in the past. You know, I've heard, I've heard it all. And, and, and it doesn't matter what you do in the past. God will forgive you instantly and oftentimes say well I can't forgive myself well look here's the deal you have no right to forgive yourself i mean god is the ultimate authority he's forgiven you so why do you think you got to forgive yourself so then then there's the question of well then what is it god's forgiven you what are you holding on to so tightly that you can't let go of what are you holding on to to keep you in that pity party in that victim mentality God's forgiven you. Give with a good mentor. Give with a good coach. Check out my website, ChangeYourLifeStoryNow.com. We can help you through these, 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 these situations. We can help you through the healing journey. You can't do it alone. You need to understand that. The disgrace and humiliation I had experienced as a teenager and young adult had become so ingrained in me that it had become tied to my identity. What happened to me was who I was. I was dirty. I was tainted. I was a victim of sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse. I was all of that. That was what my identity was tied to. And the reality is, that's not who I am. That's what happened to me. When I moved out of the home at the age of 18, I was on a mission to prove to the world that I was not a worthless idiot and that I could be successful. The problem was I had no one to show me what it really looked like to be a husband, a father, and contributing member of society. The reality was, I was scared to death and lived my life in fear until I got sober in 2006. I lived my life in fear of not knowing uh, what was going to happen every night when when my stepfather came home. Was he going to beat me that night? Was he going to beat my mom? Was he going to sexually abuse me? What kind of emotional abuse was I going to go through? And then... When I moved out on my own at the age of 18, I I was constantly in fear because I didn't know how to to be an adult. I didn't know how to be a good husband, a contributing member. I've always worked. Uh, Since I was 15, I've worked. I've always made a living. But there was a lot of unknowns to me. I didn't have any guidance. So my life was lived in fear for many of my years. So for what happened, for years, I would latch on to anybody that showed any amount of kindness and acceptance towards me. People who I thought had all the things in life that I wanted, a beautiful wife, nice home, successful business, nice cars, and all the toys one could possibly want. The things that I believed would fill the hole in my soul and make me happy. So all the material things that the world offers out there, the money, the success of, of, of a career, the nice cars and nice homes, all the material things out there that I thought were the, the, uh, the epitome of success, were the true meaning of success. But yet, they, they, every time I achieved one level of success, it was never enough. I had to go to the next one. The things that I believe would fill the hole in my soul and make me happy. Oh, don't get me wrong, all these things make life very enjoyable. I'm not gonna argue that point, they do, but they do not bring that true unshakable happiness and joy that I was so desperately seeking. What's your motive in chasing these things? My is completely different today. Unfortunately, the men I was looking up to for 30 plus years were not the healthiest of men to be looking up to. It is true that they were successful and had achieved much in life. And yes, they had all that I desired to achieve. However, they were also men of the world. Selfish, self-centered, drinking, drugging, and having affairs. They say birds of a feather flock together. So it is no wonder that I became selfish, self-centered, addicted to alcohol and drugs, and had an affair. Learned behaviors. In 1975, I turned my back on God and the church, and after 30 plus years of following the ways of the world, I had to change to something. Because I had I had to change to something because although I had achieved everything, I had set out to achieve the whole of my soul, had grown bigger, and I was more miserable than ever. When I started my journey of recovery, Alcoholics Anonymous, with the help of two very spiritually solid men, allowed me to question the God I grew up with and reconnect to a loving, kind, compassionate, and forgiving God, as well as a great church. Through all my 30-plus years of following the ways of the world, God never quit loving me. God was always with me, protecting me in ways I never knew were possible, with all that With with all that had happened to me, all that I had done, how could God ever forgive me? How could I ever forgive myself? Well, the answer is right here in Luke 5.20. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. It can't be much clearer than that. Who have you been looking up to in your life? So who are you looking up to in your life? Who are you following? And the question is, I want you to, you know, I'm going to ask this question and maybe right now the answer is going to be really good, but I really want you to dig deep. And for some of you, the answer might be it's not. So how is it working for you, what you're doing right now? Yeah, maybe you've, maybe you've achieved all that, but be honest with yourself. How is your relationship with your wife, with your kids, with your family? Are you there for them? Are you making money, which is good? We have to make money, but is that your primary goal? Have, have you, have you kind of, in you know, a in a sense, uh, abandoned your family over making money? I mean, we have to look at all these things, and the world just drawn us away from all of this. So there's four contemplative questions that I put after all these these um, devotional. So here's here they are. Are they? So the question is, have you been looking up? Who have you been looking up to in your life? Okay. Are they living by the ways of the world or are they living by the principles of Christ? Do they have only the material things that you desire, but live a life of dishonesty and discontent? These are powerful questions. Do they have the bare minimum materially yet are happy, healthy, and in love? It's a big difference right there. And remember the birds of a feather do flock together. So dive into those questions. And I say, you can get my devotional, the 30-day devotional to Wholeness. It's on Amazon and Kindle and on paperback. So the little prayer I wrote with this is, Lord, give me your grace and guidance and the the choices I need to make and direct my thinking so that my firm, resolved, and final decisions will be in line with your Perfect will for my life. Thank you, Father, that your grace is sufficient and that no matter where I go or what I do, you have promised to be with me in Jesus' name. Amen. So look it. Maybe it's time to start looking at your life at different through a different pair of glasses. I don't know who you are. I don't know who's listening to this. But I know a lot of people are just fed up, especially with what's happening in the world today. People have lost their jobs, they've lost their home, and they have no idea who they are. And that's a sad thing because they've um, they put so much credence on their identity into um, what they do or what's happened to them in the past. And, and that's, a, that's a recipe for disaster. So don't let that happen to you. If you need help, you can reach out to me, uh, changeyourlifestorynow.com. Fill out the contact form, send it off to me, and I, I get back to you within this. When I get the emails, I you right away return return with a message to you. So think about it. Are you really, really, truly happy and joy, joyful in your life? Are you and your wife, your kids, you really have a happy family life? It's okay if you don't. You can start over any day. It, it, it's No big deal. I did. I turned my life around, and I, I don't believe the life that I have today. So thanks for listening to this today. Again, I want to tell you about my books, Healing the Wounded Child Within. It's available on Amazon, paperback, Kindle, and Audible. And again, the last chapter, a lot of the stuff I'm talking about is in my book. The last chapter of that book, Chapter 13, Finding Your Authentic Self, discusses the death of the old self in a sense. Um, also the devotional, 30-day devotional to Wholeness, like I said, Amazon. It's on Audible. and I'm sorry, not Audible. It's um, uh Kindle and paperback. And then my seven-day challenge workbook that goes with my book, Healing the Wounded Child Within. It's also available on Amazon and paperback only. Check out our website, CourageousHealers.org. You can check that out and see what we're doing Uh in the, in the in the realm of sexual abuse we help men and their families heal from the scars of sexual abuse also we work with women on that as well we have our four part work series that is gonna it's fired up uh, the flyers are out you can go to the website courageoushealers.org go to works go to what our services and click on workshops the first one is on communication it's going to be September 11th and then it goes to journey to you secret societies and forgiveness and it's the uh, be one in september october november december it's the second saturday the dates the prices everything are on my website you can click on the register here button and you can register right there online once um, one stop shop so i look forward to seeing you on that communication we, my wife and i feel that the communication is or poor communication is probably the number one reason for marriage uh, failures, fringe, uh, relationship failures of all kinds, because we just don't know how to properly communicate. A lot of people say they do, and when they sit down with us, we find out they don't. So we look forward to to that. You can also check out the ChangeYourLifeStoryNow.com. That's my life coaching page, a website. My wife and I do marriage counseling. We've helped several, several uh, couples. Through their issues we've, we've had people sit down with divorce papers and they're they're doing better than ever so i'm simba certified which is a, an assessment it's not a test not a psychological test it's not a personality test it's none of that it's an assessment and it just gets down to why you might be one way financially, she's another way. It just helps you understand where you, each of you are and how you got to where you are on different aspects of a marriage. It was it was uh, put together over a 21 year period of of uh, research and by some Christian therapists. It's a great tool, 99.9% accurate with every single person that we've done it with. So um, we also do that. So. Check those out. Um, we'd be glad to help you out if, if, if you need some help. Don't Remember, you, you can't do life alone. It's not meant to do alone. Um, you need a good, strong, healthy community of like-minded people to do life with. It's very important. So with that, I'll say goodbye for now. Wherever you're at, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day. You might be watching this or, I'm sorry, listening to this. Um, I just hope you have a blessed, blessed day. Bless life. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. Be blessed, everybody.
0: This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does.